Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of AEW Unrestricted, the official podcast of All Elite Wrestling. And my name is Tony Schiavone, and of course, my co-host is the official referee of All Elite Wrestling, the uh, lady herself that points at people and tells them, don't do that. You can actually buy that pointing on a t-shirt, shopaew.com. Wow. It's my little plug for the day. Wow. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. We're very happy to have Sonny Kiss with us, one of our great athletes here in AEW. Sonny, it's great to see you. It's great to see you, Tony. Good to see you, Aubrey. This one, like, I've been looking <laughs> forward to this one. She got the coffee and everything ready. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's actually tea because I talk too much. Right, right, right. My voice is destroyed by the end of this, so. Yeah. <laughs> that wow. makes perfect sense. You're, re- you're well prepared. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm not a pro like Tony, so. <laughs> well, I've, I've, got, I've got Monster, which is my go-to drink. I, I, I want to start this out by saying that Sonny is the only wrestler in AEW that I have danced with. <laughs> mm, I like that. And hopefully you keep it that way. <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we, we had the, uh, the, the Memorial Day party, remember, in Jacksonville. And we were on the bus back and I was standing up and dancing with Sonny. And everybody says, man, Sonny can really dance. I said, well, I guess Sonny can. But what about me? But. I was a lot of Moscow mules in, so it didn't matter. That's, you got you got some moves, Tony. They were <laughs> but, loving it. <laughs> I lo- and I loved it, too. It's something I, I just want to say to you that I love your attitude. I, I love that you're a part of what we do. Uh, you are just a ray of sunshine. You really are. And I think it's so great that you're a part of this company. Thank you so, so much, Tony. That means a lot coming from you. I really appreciate that. Well, good. Thanks. Awesome. So let's look through a couple of uh, your background, because you've done quite a bit before coming to AEW. So let's see, plant-based athlete. I am. I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit. Yes. Nostalgia junkie. <laughs> totally. Two times ACE fight for flight champion. Uh, ace, yes. Fight for flight champion, yes. Ace, yes. ECPW light heavyweight champion. Sanctuary tag team champion. Tier one champion. Wow, no limits champion. Yes. The concrete rose, my favorite moniker ever. And your preferred pronouns are she, he, sis, homie, and babe. Hmm. Which is the greatest list of pronouns ever. <laughs> and whatever else under the sun that is directly rooted to a person or human being. So do do that. I'm cool with it all. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> so let's talk about how you ended up at AEW. <laughs> I always tell a story and it's really funny to me. I say it the exact same way every time. So uh, Brandy slid into my DMs and I always like say, don't tell Cody. <laughs> <She's> a- <laughs> so she slid into my DMs. I was, um, it, it was like so funny. I was, it was like late, kind of late at night too. Um, I was like, oh, hi. And she was just like, are you um, signed anywhere? Well, I think she first said, nice to e-meet you. And it's so funny because it's like, we've met multiple times. And, you know, in wrestling, this is a very common thing where it's like, uh, we've met like six times, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so that kind of happened. But, you know, I get it. Brandy's like a super busy businesswoman. She's probably got a million things on her mind. But we met at Ring of Honor and a couple other other places. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So she's like, yeah, nice to meet you. Are you signed anywhere else? And I was like, yeah, I have this contract with Lucha Underground. And, um, you know, I'm kind of going through the process of trying to get out of that contract. And so she's just like, well, I want you to keep a certain date open. Because at first she was kind of just like, yeah, like, I wanted to book you for an event. And she's like, keep Memorial Day open if it's possible. And thankfully, Lucha Underground allows us to do everything but another company, if you know what I mean. Right. Yeah. So we were allowed to do it, which was great. So I was like, oh, thank God, you know, <laughs> here's an opportunity for me, you know. 
So I, at first I thought it was like an all in two. I thought it was going to be just an all in two. I didn't know AEW was a thing until January when they announced that. And I realized, oh no, you're going to be on AEW's double or nothing pay-per-view. Like this is, this is huge. So it was really, really exciting. It was amazing. <laughs> really, really good feeling. And you were on the, uh, the over the budget battle Royal in AEW. Correct. Tell me, uh, what were your feelings that night? I mean, it, obviously for anybody that is now a part of AEW, like you said, you had to have butterflies, nervous. Oh my God. First of all, okay, let's just get that out of the, <laughs> let's get that into the universe. I am always nervous. And it's just because I'm very passionate about a lot of things. Um, I get extremely, extremely nervous because I want to be portrayed um, in the right way and I want to be seen in the best light. So everything that I do, I'm always just like, ooh, like, am I saying this correctly? Am I doing this correctly? Are they pleased? Are, are my bosses pleased? Are the fans? It's just always about just, you know, making sure that I, I'm seeing the best light. Yeah, that's why I get that way. <laughs> I think it's totally valid to be nervous, though. Yeah, it, oh, it yeah. is. Everybody, everybody's nervous, but me. Oh, screw uh, you, Tony. You're nervous. <laughs> you just don't want to admit it. No, I, I'm not because I'm old. When you guys get this age, you won't be nervous anymore. All right, old man. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, <laughs> uh, you guys should have seen me like with this past announcement. I'm sure we'll talk about that. <laughs> oh my god. If you would have like felt my heart beating when, and when I saw the actual graphic, oh my god. The people around me are just like, your whole demeanor changed. What's going on? Are you okay? <laughs> I'm just like, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> so for context a little bit, uh, we're obviously recording this ahead of time and the match with Cody for the TNT title was with Sonny was actually announced last night right after Fighter Fest Night 2. I had heard about it, I think, a couple days prior because you were you were showing me some gear at the 4th of July party. And I'm like, mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm like trying not to cry because I'm just so goddamn proud of you. Oh, my God. Thanks so much. Like all of the growth you've had for the last year and just what an amazing part of the locker room you are. And it's like... It's not even like a, oh, let's put Sunny on TV. It's like, no, Sunny fucking earned this spot. Like, this is incredible. So congratulations. I'm very excited to see that match because it's going to be awesome. Thank you. That means so much. Oh, my God. <laughs> but uh, let's go back to Double or Nothing a little bit because you did a spot with Tommy Dreamer that I absolutely love. <laughs> <laughs> yes um that was such a fun moment um tommy's a friend of mine um it was great that i got a chance to work with him i think that was supposed to there's supposed to be like other spots in the battle royal i think that it was a lot going on as a lot of people and we all had to get our stuff in so um, i was supposed to have other spots but that was like the moment that i want that they wanted me to have which was great uh i think billy was kind of talking to tommy like hey like let sunny get that moment or we were supposed to also have a moment too billy and i but um i'll reveal a little tea um things were going so fast in the battle royale so it was kind of like it wasn't able to actually happen the way we wanted it to but we got it later because we had another battle royale and we got it then but it was such a cool overall amazing uh moment double or nothing it was I, i'll never forget it and miss sandra hooked that gear up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she's tremendous we're talking about sandra who is our uh sandra gray sandra gray original i really miss it when sometimes <laughs> that she's not there she just just tremendous. I want to go back to last year's fight for the Fallen in 2019. You had the uh, Jacksonville Jaguar cheerleaders as your background dancers. Now, is it true that you choreographed that whole routine? That is absolutely correct. I did choreograph it. <laughs> how, how long did you have to choreograph that? Uh, actually, it was because the choreography was short. It only took me like 30 minutes. Um, very, yeah, it was not okay. Good. Yeah. 
I'll give you a little background story on that little tea. So I asked for that months ahead of time. I think I asked for that for Double or Nothing. But obviously with, with it being a battle royal, when it made sense, it was the perfect time. And I was talking to Nick and Nick got it approved. And Cody was just like, okay, okay, well, we're going to let you run with this. So, um, you know, go ahead and do your thing. And I was like, yeah. So it got like approved like four days ahead. Oh my God. And I was like, Ugh. but I scrammed. I listened to my music over and over and over again. And I choreographed the most fun and sexy and funky routine that we, you know, I could possibly choreograph. So it was really cool. <laughs> and the girls, the girls came in, they were ready to work. They had so much, they, I heard that they still talk about it, which is actually really, really amazing to me because I would love to have them again someday. So it's actually really awesome that they had a good time because now I know that they want to do it and I want to do it. So maybe one day. So one of the things that I absolutely loved about that entrance too, is that you had a Jaguars jersey. Yes. Jalen Ramsey. And one of the things that, <laughs> yeah, and one of the things that you tend to incorporate, like already your gear is amazing. Like Sandra and you do an incredible job. But one of the other things I love is like a little bit of your style outside of the ring makes it in. So you've got like, you'll cut everything into a crop top. Like currently you're tagging with Joey Janela. And the way that like the Janela crop top has been cut, I'm like, I want that shirt. I don't <laughs> want the actual like one that they sell in pro wrestling tees. I want the Sunny Kiss crop top version of the Janela shirt. <laughs> Crop Top's 365. That's my moniker as well, as you know, along with Concrete Rose and Total Babe and Baby Girl, a lot of different, you know, nicknames that I have. But <laughs> Crop Top 365 is definitely a thing for me. I wear them in the winter, spring, summer, fall. And I love wearing them. It's definitely a part of my style. I've been wearing one now. I can't really see it though. But yeah, it's like a little very 2000s-esque crop top, you know. Very 2000s. But yeah, it's definitely my style. It's definitely, I definitely want everything to be unique to me. It should just be authentic. It's just, that's just me. That's my vibe. And, you know, even with, if I'm, if I'm with Joey or I'm teaming with Dustin, it's all going to work out because it's just a vibe. Let's talk about teaming with Joey. How did that all come together? Um, okay, so it started, we were supposed to actually team in Jersey at the Prudential Center, but right. that obviously couldn't happen, unfortunately, due to COVID. So um, I think there were still talks about it. We had a lot of ideas brewing up. And I was talking to Cody about, you know, direction for me, about where, where I wanted to go and how I wanted to be perceived. And then that came up and um, Joey and I have actually driven together on the Indies. So we've done many shows going up to Canada. We've spent eight, 16, 24 hours in a car mm. at times together. So Joey and I are not strangers to each other. We know each other for a little while now. So the, the chemistry is very authentic. Our vibe is very authentic. Joey is Joey. I'm me. And I feel like it's great because he and I are just so different yet at the same time. We're actually very much alike. People don't really see those qualities, but it's awesome because we're very, we're very like out there kind of characters, very like unconventional mm -hmm. or whatever, however you want to say it, uh, anomalies or just different. Like we're both very unique, but I think it comes together. And I think that's even just myself as a concrete rose, how I call, I call myself that is because there's a lot of facets to me. There's a lot of personalities to me and I'm not necessarily based upon just feminine or masculine qualities. It's just more of an overall person you know product uh, that's just many different things to it um and i think that's great that joey and i are now paired together because it's really just it's enhancing our differences even more so i love it i have a blast and i learned so much from joey like joey pushes me in and out of the ring we have talks and you know about what we want to do and it's all just nothing but love and positivity and he's the best yes he is and he's fearless so why don't i want to be partners with a fearless person you know i want to be just as fearless like that 
you know, you think I'm fearless, but that's fearless. <laughs> Joey's kind of redefined fearless a little bit in wrestling. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he, he approached me with it, uh, talking about you teaming together. And he, it, this is how he approached me with it. He said, have you watched the TV show, The Gifted? I said, yes, I have. He said, we're kind of like The Gifted. We're unique. We have our own superpowers. And I went, mm. I got it, man. I got it. So, uh, so that so that's what I, I think about when I see you two together, and uh, I love that. Yeah, and I, even like um with the car scene and stuff like that too. It's weird to say, but I feel like we kind of like co-wrote it because a lot of the dialogue is very much us. It was we weren't told to say certain things. We weren't told to do certain things. A lot of the speaking and all that stuff, like the certain like even just the subtle like tap, you know, that I gave Joey before we like finished the guy off with the gasoline. It was just a lot of those things were just very, very much us. Like it was not planned, not it was just kind of like action. And then we went for it. Like all the things that I'm saying to him, like, yo, what's going on? What's wrong? Like what's on your mind? All of that super, super authentic. And I love that. Are there plans to do more of those videos? I'm hoping so. I mean, the fans have been hassling us, honestly. Like the fans have been so, so vocal about actually want to be kind of like a series, like even like a spinoff of BTE. I would love for that to be a thing. Like, I would love that. Right. Uh, TNT, A&W, I'm just saying, you know, hi. Just hello there. Sonny <laughs> <laughs> and Joey, a TV show? Heck yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, please keep punching dudes in the crotch in <laughs> gas station parking lots. <laughs> the, the, the Johnny Cage. <laughs> uh, it's so funny. But yeah, uh, it's just I have so much, so, so much fun teaming with Joey. And I can't wait to see where we go and then coming months and years hopefully speaking of teaming uh, a while back you got to team with dustin rhodes my mentor my trainer yes <laughs> yes uh someone you've said multiple times is your mentor and then i saw like on twitter recently like he's obviously very uh, very proud of you much like the same way we are that you're getting like a much deserved spotlight can you talk a little bit about what like working with dustin's been like and what it's meant to you uh <laughs> Sorry, I get the jitters when I even speak about him. I don't even think that he, <laughs> I don't think he realizes the impact and not just me and all the girls, but on the world, like on the world of professional wrestling, he is one of the greatest human beings <laughs> to ever grace the earth. Uh, I'm so blessed and so thankful for him. And all the uh, fans say on Twitter all the time and Instagram, you've been getting so much better. Uh, Dustin Rhodes is my trainer, guys. <laughs> so that, uh, like, you can't get any better than that. Like, you cannot ask for a better trainer and mentor. Exactly. Uh, Dustin Rhodes. And Billy, too. Billy, Billy helps me a lot. But heck, yeah. Him and uh, just having both of them as, like, mentors is the most incredible thing. Like, I, I'm the, the luckiest human being on the <laughs> the base of earth right now just having them just mentor me and like help me out with like um, you know my strikes and my intensity and and who, who has more t more intensity than dustin like no one so. <laughs> so it's fantastic yeah i just i'm blessed i'm thankful i love that dustin sort of become like all of our father figure plus brother plus uncle yes, like he just means uncle, so much to everything. like our <laughs> roster and what he's done like We'll just go to him like, Dustin, I just need to talk about something. Like, can you hear me out? And, oh, it's so great. we just got such a great thing going. The best. Sonic AEW has always been known, at least with us, who work behind the scenes as an all-inclusive company. And uh, we've had Zoom calls with Tony Khan, who's just a wonderful guy and just a wonderful person to work with. But talk about breaking down the barriers uh, in diversity and inclusion in wrestling and, and now working for a company that obviously is doing the same. 
I mean, the the companies, uh, but even the company before um, signing with AEW, I, I feel like it's great to even take a chance on that because we're in kind of like a world where, you know, it's not necessarily as taboo as it was before, but it still is. Um, so like even certain things as far as like uh, African-Americans in the spotlight and LGBT mm-hmm. people in the spotlight, uh, I feel like Tony Khan is just like, I don't care, black, LGBT, whatever. Like, if you got talent, we're going to push you. We're going to, you know, put right. you in spotlight. We're going to make sure you're seen. We're going to make sure that, you know, there's representation in the company. And I'm so very thankful, even from, like, my past and everyone in wrestling, as far as on the indies, who have allowed, to, allowed me the chance to really show that and be that representation, um, regardless of what that means to whoever is in the crowd. I think that it's definitely needed. I'm just glad I get to be that figure. I didn't, I didn't necessarily want to think about it that way because i kind of just think about it like oh it's just i'm you know a unique human being i'm a unique wrestler uh, i never really wanted to be like a, a leader i guess i just it kind of happened it fell in my lap you know by default right but after you know it falling on my lap and i, I kind of just took on the role and just said hey man we're doing this like you know and just having like nyla too like having nyla in the company with me is game changing because woof, her being having her by my side and just being able to relate to her and just she tells me all the time like look like they hired two lgbt people of color it's it's an amazing thing so just go ahead and embrace that like keep doing your thing and she encourages me she's the best and just having her in the company it's I'm sure she could probably say this a lot better than I can, but it's amazing. I, I tell Tony all the time, like, thank you. Like, thank you for taking a chance on me. Like, thank you for taking a chance on Nyla and I, because it's been a crazy journey because it wasn't always the case. We're talking to Sunny Kiss here, one, the most fabulous wrestler you'll ever meet <laughs> here on AEW Unrestricted. This is AEW Unrestricted. We're talking with Sunny Kiss, amazing wrestler, tag team wrestler, singles wrestler at AEW. Wonderful person just leading the charge for being exactly who you are in wrestling i love it i love it to death one of the things i wanted to talk about was uh your dance background because that definitely comes through in your move set which itself is very unique already so can you talk a little bit about like where you studied how long you studied like just all of it I started dancing as a kid. Um, it was basically like um, almost any uh, like dancer. You usually, you usually start out by whether it's Broadway plays or whether it's um, just uh, different like ballets, like going to see different ballets. Or um, for me, it was like hip hop and pop music videos that inspired me to start dancing, um, whether it was Justin Timberlake or NSYNC or Britney Spears, Janet Jackson, uh, Maya, whoever, uh, Usher. You know, I always looked at those videos and I'm just like, oh my God, this is so freaking cool. And I would do the choreography as like a nine, 10 year old just doing this in my room or my house. I probably even younger than that. Um, my mom said I was always like a dancer. I was always dancing. And I started training at Kennedy Dancers in Jersey City. And then I was doing hip hop and jazz, jazz funk ish. And then I started um, going to performing arts high school. And that was amazing because uh, it was like I had teachers that were doing, they danced modern, they taught modern and ballet and jazz and hip hop. And I always loved the hip hop, jazz, funk class. It's like my favorite. Um, it's a style that I love the most. And uh, I always like doing all like the sexy, funky hip hop moves. <laughs> so yeah, um, there was plans to go to college for dance, but eventually that changed and I went into a different direction. I went into yoga and stuff like that. Um, I just wanted to stay active in some sort of way, but I always loved dance and I've always did it for a while. And I did also, I'm not forgetting and skipping things. Okay. So I did New Jersey Performing Arts Center. I did um, the Summer Youth Performance Workshop where they 
basically did a contemporary dance and stuff like that. And that was a really awesome experience because I was like shocked that I even got in. Um, I don't really have that well of a point fee. I just have a decent amount of passion and technique that allowed me to get somewhat far in that direction because modern dance and contemporary dance was not necessarily my favorite. And I didn't really do that so so much until I got into high school for me having only like a couple years experience and getting into that program it was kind of like shocking I was like oh snap like if it was a hip-hop program it probably would have been a little different or jazz program because I do a jazz dance uh, as well and I love that but that was like more in that realm I would have been like okay that makes sense but it was quite (laughs) it was quite the uh, challenge but yeah no I love dancing so much so I really had fun with it and learning a different style and honing it over the years was just amazing. So that eventually led to, you know, wrestling. And then I started intertwining because wrestling and dance are both who I am as a person and they'll never, ever, ever leave my bones. So yeah, I love them both very, very much. And the best thing I could do was intertwine them because I still love dancing so, so much and I can't do it professionally. So I'm like, okay, I'll do it in wrestling. So here I am combining them both. So you started, you started wrestling in 2015, but when did your interest in, in pro wrestling start? Just as a kid, I actually played the video games first. <laughs> People were like, just like, what? Well, like, okay. I didn't know who anyone was at all. <laughs> I started playing the video game Revenge. Um, just kind of was just like some of my brothers and my cousins and my friends playing it. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. Like, So I would pick like, you know, certain people like Rey Mysterio, things like that. And I was just like, you know, these guys are doing like these flippy athletic acrobatic stuff. Like, I think that's so freaking cool. And then I went, eventually started watching it on TV and, you know, I didn't really think about doing it until after high school. Well, I was, I started like senior high school, but like after high school is when I really realized, okay, like I really want to do this for a living and um, I really want to give it a shot. I knew I had something different and I knew there was no one like me. So I felt like I had a decent shot because dancing, you're kind of like a dime a dozen. Like you're not, you're not really any different. Like someone else can do a you know, double pirouette into a split or someone else can do a roundoff back handspring into a back tuck, but can they do cer- certain things like that in the ring? So that's where I said, okay, Sonny, you have something different here. Go for it. You know, you never know what's going to happen. And then after hearing certain people like kind of like get behind me, like Matt Stryker and uh, Teddy Long and tell me like nice things, like you got a chance, like go for it. I just kind of went for it. <laughs> so where did you end up training? So I started out at East Coast Professional Wrestling. Uh, my trainer was Gino Caruso. Um, this was Lake Hiawatha, New Jersey. Uh, like twenty, Actually, 2011, I was managing first. I started out managing, which I love doing. It's so much fun. It's a different kind of art. And the whole manager valet, the art of the manager valet role, I kind of wish it comes back because I think it's absolutely amazing. AW I've obviously has been doing it. We have, you know, Taz and people like that. So, and all the legends or whatever. So it's like, you, you have, we've been kind of like, you know, teasing that role a little bit, but I think that's, it, it was such a fun art, but yeah, I was doing that in 2011 and then I started actually wrestling, wrestling in 2013. And then I got serious about it in 2015. So ECPW, Warriors of Wrestling, I started training there after a while. I bounced around a lot with Jake Gomez at Warriors of Wrestling then also with Cheeseburger at Ring of Honor. So yeah, I was kind of just bouncing around, <laughs> just having fun with it. Ace too, um, American Championship Entertainment Ace uh, with Mike Morgan. I was training there as well. It's kind of interesting to to bounce around and do different instructors for coaches because I feel like dancers kind of have a similar thing as well. 
just like you don't have one particular person that you learn dance from. Like you'll learn ballet from a handful mm-hmm. and jazz from a handful others. Yes. It's it's funny how many parallels you have between the two. <laughs> oh yeah. I was actually talking to someone else about it. There's like a lot of parallels with wrestling and dance and just the athleticism and things like that and the discipline that it takes. Obviously they're not the same same because we don't take bumps in ballet. We don't take bumps in hip hop. No. <laughs> if, you, if, you do, if you are taking bumps, there's, you know, something wrong there. <laughs> right. You got to get a new choreographer if you're taking bumps. Yes, <laughs> exactly. So, um, yeah, as far as the discipline and the hard work, there's uh, quite a lot of parallels. But, um, yeah, and then the best thing in the world is having them both. They're like a huge part of my life, and I'm sure they're a huge part of, huge part of your life as well. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you and I are, you know, we're, we're not strangers on the dance floor, or I should say the canvas. We got similar backgrounds. <laughs> and we had a little something-something going on, you know, and Gloria Estefan actually retweeted it, which was really cool. Yeah, so for those that don't know, uh, Sunny and I did an indie show last summer that ended up turning into a dance break mm-hmm. with Gloria Estefan music. And then she ended up finding out about it. It was just incredible. It was like the first time that I did anything that went viral. Like Cody was just like doing like disappointed <laughs> dad face on Twitter. It was fantastic. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't disappointed. He loved it. He loved it. You know, he did. <laughs> yeah, I know he for sure. <laughs> I'm telling you, it, it needs to be, it needs something like that. It needs to be on AEW. I really think so. Listen, if we bring the Dynamite Girls out, you know, Tony, you're no stranger <laughs> to the dance. You know, you know, yeah, you know. remember the dancers, Nitro Girls. I, you know. Absolutely. I, I knew them all. But yeah, I would love to choreograph a, you know, routine if, if we do get Dynamite Girls. You know. uh, Sonny, you mentioned your mom and, and your mom has been your biggest supporter. And you mentioned taking bumps. How does she feel about you taking bumps in the ring? <laughs> She doesn't, she actually is very, very, very supportive of everything. It's just that she gets a little bit kind of like, ooh, did that hurt? Like, are you okay? I don't like that. Like, she, like, sometimes she, she would like be in the crowd or whatever. Like, she's having me wrestle a couple of times and she's like, ooh, I want to get in the ring and I want to jump on him. <laughs> I'm like, mom, you can't do that. It's my job. <laughs> right. But no, yeah, it's just certain spots, obviously, because she's a mom. So it hurts her a little bit, you know. But right. She'll be okay. She's super supportive of everything. And, um, She's very, very, very happy for me. So I want to talk about Lucha Underground a little bit because you were exolicious. Exolicious. <laughs> I think you were teaming with Sammy Guevara as well. I was teaming with Sammy. Sammy and I are actually best friends outside of the business, which is amazing. Uh, we mm-hmm. started Lucha Underground together. We sort of, like had like an authentic friendship. But yeah, it was really, really cool. Um, we really, really had like a really genuine connection. Um, Sammy and Ivelisse as well. Ivelisse um, did our Double or Nothing pay-per-view. She is amazing. Like they both were. That that whole team, that teaming us three up was so like random, but it totally worked so well. Like it was the best. What would you say are the biggest differences between doing a TV show like Lucha Underground and a TV show like Dynamite? I would say Lucha Underground was kind of like a little bit more of the cinematics. Like they had a little bit more of that. So it was kind of like a television series also with, it had its like moments of like a little bit of everything. Right. It was like a lot of different things. Like it was interesting, but it was, I would say it's just a little more of acting like versus the actual wrestling. Right. It's kind of like doing a movie, right? Yeah. 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 I would say it's like almost like you're filming a movie and a, you know, wrestling match. Whereas the AEW is more of like the wrestling match and a couple of movie scenes. <laughs> so just a little more. On one side, you know. Right. Well, so when, when you're, you do so many different 
wrestling uh, and you, you trained and you've been doing independence, a lot of crazy things happened. Now, you had a blindfold match. Uh, is that like the craziest thing that you've ever done? Oh, my God. You guys did your research. <laughs> yes, I had a blindfold match against Jock Sampson, an indie wrestler from the Midwest. Uh, that was so much fun. Um, I didn't know what to expect. I'd never done that before. Wrestling legend and um, wrestling trainer Ron Hutchinson actually was in the crowd for that. To me, that's kind of like wrestling the invisible man. It's kind of like, <laughs> it's kind of like a very difficult thing to do. I just uh, it's, it was actually very very easy because you know obviously the blindfolds are gimmicked, so you can still see. <laughs> uh, right. the blindfolds are gimmicked. Yeah, <laughs> it was easy because I didn't really have to take bumps. So that was fun. It was just a lot of the crowd participation. I would say that was the coolest thing about it. Like the crowd was like, he's over there. He's over there. Go that way. Go that way. And then you're like totally like. I feel like it's a wrestling version of Marco Polo or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. So much fun now. Uh, Sonny, uh, your, your moves, the uh, split-legged moonsault, sunny side up, and you do that twerk salt as well. Uh, those are those are moves that have become very famous in, in AEW, and and they obviously are are part of your athleticism, and brings in the, your dance training as well. Yes, it does. Um, well, it's what it's like it's like Moonsault I actually have not done in AEW yet, but yet, right? Exactly. The twerk salt is just a part of like my personality, fun, you know, just right. Yeah, being silly and goofy, but also you know, adding a little sex appeal to my wrestling. The split leg one's all it's going to come one day, but the split leg drop and things like that have definitely become like patented for me. So yeah, <laughs> it definitely comes from my dance background for sure. And just kind of like a shock factor. Definitely like to people, for people to be like, whoa. Yeah, something different. Like and even like missing it is like kind of like, well, I shouldn't tell my, my opponents this, but missing it is more <laughs> of like a shock factor because it's like, holy crap. Like that's so crazy that you can miss that and not hurt yourself. Well, I guess I could tell them that because mm, it doesn't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Can't stop me. Right. <laughs> We're talking with Sonny Kiss on AEW Unrestricted. We understand that he's a self-described nostalgia junkie. We're going to find out that coming up. If you follow Sonny Kiss on Twitter, you might have seen the poll that's put up asking followers to vote for their favorite decade when it comes to fashion, music, pop culture, and vibes. <laughs> Voters pick the 90s. Do you agree with that? <laughs> It's so funny that you pulled this up. Um, <laughs> I'm <like> so sorry. <laughs> um, yes, um, I was very curious to see what my followers thought. I personally love the 90s a lot uh, as far as like music, culture, style. But I also have to give it to the 2000s as well. I, f- I just feel like it was a very special time in music, especially pop music. And a lot of subgenres were kind of like a big thing at the time, too. Like, I love the grunge. I love the new metal, like, the you know, things like that. Yeah, it was a very elite time. So 90s, I will say I won't rival that, but I can also like I won't try to like say, OK, that's wrong because I love the 2000s as well. But I do like the 90s a lot. So <laughs> one of my favorite things is you're so into 90s and I think a lot of people would assume like you're all about pop music but like learning that you're into Limp Bizkit and Nickelback and Aaliyah and just like anything (laughs) at all like I feel like you're so just accepting of like whatever music is it doesn't matter the genre like if it's good you like it 
very true. Um, I like it all. I do love Limp Bizkit. It's my favorite band of all time. Fred Durst is from Jacksonville, Florida. So hi, Fred. Wow. If you want to stop by and say hello to us, you can bring Wes and Sam and John. And, you know, we love them all. Lethal's from Jersey City. Hey, Lethal. Jersey represent. No. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I'm a big Limp Bizkit fan. I'm, I love uh, new metal. It's just uh, uh, like, it's such a great genre. And then people are just like, oh, it's like very sad and angsty. And I'm just like, no, like, it's just fun. Like, it's good music. Um, Slipknot. I love it. I like it all. Did you like NSYNC? I did love NSYNC. I actually just talked about it in a podcast with Chris Van Vliet. I often feel pressure to say like, because I'm, per- I'm a person that's like very in the middle of everything. And I never really give like a exact answer because i like everything so he asked me that instinct of backstreet boys more and i said in sync but that's not real it's not it's not authentic of me to say that because i really don't like either one of them more than the other mm-hmm. i just felt pressure to give a give like a definitive answer and i'm like just be you sonny like you don't you if you like everything you like everything so yes i love instinct yes i love backstreet boys yes i love five i love o-town i love westlife i love youngstown i love blue i love all the boy bands i am a boy band girl group junkie as far as music as well i love it all yeah. so new metal boy bands girl groups pop hip-hop r&b rock all of it <laughs> so you're all over the place with music like yes. what are there any particular like tv shows or movie genres that you're like yes because i would assume like all of them is also the answer for that yeah so a lot, of, a lot of my favorite movies come from the 90s, 2000s. I am not surprised. Um, Jeepers Creepers 2. <laughs> I love Jeepers Creepers, the series. Home Alone, 1, 2, and 3 are my favorites. I love them all. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite, that's 2004. You know, I oh, love my favorite movies. <laughs> Romeo Must Die. Romeo Must Die. John Tucker yes. Must Die. Bring It On is my favorite movie of all time. Bring It On is so good. Yes. If you've seen my uh, gift to you on Twitter, yes. you'll see it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, bring on the hot chick and Big Fat Liar are my top three movies of all time. So those three. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite is one of the great comedy movies of all time. It's the best. And they did that on a $10,000 budget. And they didn't realize that it was going to be so big. It even became like a huge phenomenon like around that time, like 2004, 2005-ish. And like it garnered so much money. Right. Showgirls is also one of my favorites. And it garnered so much money with like DVDs and sales and things like that. Because it bombed at the box office. But it did so well in TVDs. And I, I love that movie so much. You're just all over the place. I absolutely love it. I am. I'm like kind of like an energizer bunny. I'm like freaking out everywhere. Because I just love so much stuff. Like I'm just so into this conversation. It's great. So one of the things you and I have been talking about a lot recently is your switch to a plant-based diet. Yes. And I text you every time. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I just made this amazing pasta with meatballs and there's no meat in it. <laughs> Fantastic. Yes. So what was the catalyst for switching? I have like, I don't talk about it much, but I have like a skin problem, a very, very bad like skin disease. It definitely kind of messes with me. And I know it has a lot to do with my diet. When you have like a certain thing, like a dermatitis and there's that, a lot of times the root is inside. Mm-hmm. Eczema or whatever that is. A lot of those autoimmune problems comes from your diet. And I knew I had to stop eating the certain things like the, the red meat and all the like the dairy stuff. And even though I still love dairy, I still do it to this day and I torture myself. I don't know why. But yeah, <laughs> I knew that I had to, ch- to make a change. So that's why I started doing plant-based. Yeah, it's real interesting because it's one of those when you start realizing like what's in the food you're putting in yourself. Like Mm -hmm. I started eating like mostly organic and it totally Mm. messed with my hormones. And it's just I feel you on that. It's just it's like you try and like, oh, I'm going to eat better. Oh, wait, now I have all these other problems. (laughs) 
And I mean, like, you know, just taking the steps, even if you do like want to, like there's this new diet, this new fad that people are um, talking about called, um, was it flexitarian? Mm-hmm. So there's like, be good is a place that is like very flexitarian. Like they're like, okay, like we have the turkey flexitarian burger or whatever. Like some people are just like, well, I don't want to not cut out, you know, I don't want to um, cut out beef, you know, permanently or cut out chicken terminally permanently so you kind of just go like okay i'll do chicken one day i'll do beef one day of the week and i'll do uh, fish and then i'll not eat beef for the rest of the week or whatever i'll not eat, I'll not eat meat for the rest of the month or however you want to do it so flexitarian diets are awesome in that sense because you don't have to cut it out completely no. you kind of just little by little just take it out of your diet have you heard of eat clean bro oh yes eat clean bros that um it's one of those meal delivery services right yeah oh yeah okay now okay yeah I actually heard of it now that you say that, yeah. I think we, Yeah, Brandy's a big fan. <laughs> right. I heard, I think I saw it on email or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she is a big fan. As a matter of fact, we're big fans of it here at the house, too. That's kind of how we how we eat now. Oh, good. You can go vegetarian with that. You can put protein in it. It's just just really well done. So now, so you're, you, you've got the plant-based diet, and Joey comes out with all this lunch meat in his mouth. On your video. Oh, he's going to get some Lunchables <laughs> from the gas station. <laughs> get the Lunchables. That's, I'm one of those people. I don't mind. Like, my ex-boyfriend, I used to cook boyfriend steak. Like, I would not eat it, but I was I was cooking him. I was roasting steaks for him and chickens and all that stuff. Because I feel like everybody should just be able to do what they want to do. If it's not hurting anybody, why not? And I know, like, Aubrey, you're just like, your husband, you're like, oh, I can't do the eggs thing. Oh, I can't. Eggs smell so disgusting now. Oh, my God. <laughs> But at least, like, you're not, like, throwing shade at him or being rude to him because he likes to eat that. Yeah. Oh, no. Eat whatever you want. Just don't make me clean it up after. Right. Exactly. But, you know, I have no problem with making steaks still and all that stuff for him. So, yeah. Well, when I was dating him. But, yeah. (laughs) Part of our research. You make your own body products and fragrances? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) How about that? Put me on the spot. Totally. (laughs) Okay. And if you do, do you ever think about that becoming a, like a commercial product line or something like that? Um, there's a lot to go into that stuff. Okay. I don't know. Maybe one day. I don't think I'm ready right now. Maybe when, like when I like get a chance to finish school, and because um, I'm also a college student. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but we're gonna talk about that next. <laughs> yeah. No. So. Um, <laughs> so yeah, maybe one day, but not right now. I mean, like I. I occasionally i make it for myself you know i'll mix different oils together whether it's vitamin e oil just all natural oils together to make um, whether it's lotions or perfumes so, yeah. right essential oils yes my daughter is big into that and we got them all over the house here we don't even use air fresheners anymore we use essential oils and diffusers and that is, that's really awesome heck yeah yeah so you had mentioned that you're a college student and i know you're graduating in the next few months i am a senior i graduate december of this year all right what's your major kinesiology athletic training professional fitness training yes. perfect and um bryce i was talking to bryce i'm like bryce can i like shadow you some days and he's like yeah come do it <laughs> you should bryce already is our um our senior functional sports therapist is that what he is i don't know he's he's everybody's best friend and he makes us feel good okay yeah <laughs> i want to make sure i got his title correct you know you know what i'm saying it but yeah he's our he's best friend bryce that's his uh that's his title uh, right exactly <laughs> best friend bryce so yeah uh it's that uh kind of athletic training and stuff like that i graduated in December. actually the funny thing is my on my um transcript it says december 11 2020 which is my birthday so it's like oh. i graduate on my birthday it's my last day of class yes that'll be a wonderful birthday present 
Yes, the coolest thing. But yes, I'm enjoying it. Um, some days it can be a little difficult, but you know, of course, it's college. So even like managing it with uh, traveling um, and stuff like that. And like I, I just moved into this new apartment, like I said. So a lot of it, you know, it's it's hard to manage at times. But I'm I'm doing it, and you know, never, I'm not giving up. <laughs> and I love that AEW is able to just allow you the opportunity to continue yes. doing school and whatnot. Like that's so. And Tony actually fully encourages it. Oh, one hundred percent. Yes, completely encourages it. And asks me all the time. He asks me, "Axe in my New Jersey accent just came out." I said, "Axe." <laughs> yes, I'm from Jersey. But no, yeah. Uh, Tony always asks me. He's like, "How much more do you have to go?" Or how's school going? And I love that about him. He's the best. So you still live in, in Jersey City? No, I do not. But um, we're going to continue to keep saying that I do. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I, I knew you lived there one time because my oldest son lives there, and I've been to Jersey City many times. I love Jersey City. Yeah, he said, Dad, I thought I saw Sunny Kiss. And I said, that was Sunny Kiss. Sunny lives in, in New Jersey. So uh, I, I love Jersey City. Yeah. I, I mean, I really do. It's really turned into a nice place to live. Yeah, it's been heavily gentrified, but I, I love living there. I enjoyed it. Um, it's where I grew up. It was where I was born and raised. So I have lots of memories there. I kind of know it's one of the things where it's like home is always going to be home. Sure. So it was tough to leave. Um, now I live in Union County, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. It was tough to leave, but, you know, I knew I had to have something different in my life. Plus, you know, now that I have this job, it's the first time I have uh, an apartment in my name. Yes. So that's really cool. <laughs> At 26 years old, I can finally say I have an apartment in my name with no roommates, just my mom. My mom stays here with me, you know, because of COVID. So. so do you have any future goals for AEW? Because you're already accomplishing so much. Like, where do you see yourself going from here? I just see myself continuing to rise, uh, continuing to improve um, with Dustin as my trainer, of course, because he's the greatest. Um, yeah, I continue to improve day in and day out, week in and week out, and hopefully win some gold with Joey and, uh, you know, some singles gold. We'll see what happens for both of us, actually. You know, I would love for us to have, you know, double titles, <laughs> have some titles around our ways, you know, and just having fun and enjoying the ride and um, learning and, you know, from my mistakes and just continuing to learn, you know, all about the business and how to move forward into it. Well, Sonny, uh, it's, it's a delight working with you. Uh, and I say that honestly, and, uh, uh, some of the things you do in the ring are phenomenal. It, they really are. And, uh, I, I think you're going to grow. I think you're going to get better. You know, when someone asks me and, and I'm sure Aubrey says the same thing and you kind of talked about it when you talk about your goals, kind of working in AEW is kind of like reaching a goal because you're, you, you're working for a good person, which I think is a goal for all of us to work for a good person. Oh yeah. Uh, do what you love with. I think it's what all of us can say. We're doing what we love. And I, and I think you, you get the right answer. You just want to grow within the company and that's a pretty good goal for all of us right now. So we really appreciate your time. Really do Sonny. Thank you. Thank you so much. I just can't believe I'm just like, you guys shocked the heck out of me. I was like, what the heck? How did you know? I was like, it's so freaking funny. But thank you so, so much for really, really getting all your information together. I really, oh my God, I can appreciate that. It's awesome. <laughs> you can follow Sunny on Twitter and Instagram at SunnyKissXO. You can also subscribe to AEW Unrestricted for free wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you also leave a review likes, stars, whatever platform you're on. Uh, we want to hear from you guys. We want to hear who you want us to talk to, what you like about the podcast. Let us know. And then on Wednesdays, Dynamite, 
8 o'clock Eastern, 7 Central. You can see all of us, including the amazing Sunny Kiss. You can watch Dark on YouTube. We've got so much stuff in so many awesome places that you should just be watching stuff. Just tune in, listen, consume wonderful, wholesome content. I'm Aubrey Edwards. I'm Tony Schiavone. Thanks for listening. And I'm Sunny Kiss. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> 